Hey guys, this is John and Austin, and we've got a Walton's employee that you guys have met a few times before. Want to introduce yourself? You got to get up on the microphone first Andrew, of all. Andrew, I am the purchasing and product manager. So he's going to be here for a, a part of a segment, uh, or a segment that we're doing called Employee Meetup, because we're awesome at puns. So they get to meet you. So does he get to stay to eat meat? Yeah, we're going to do that first. Okay. I think. I didn't know exactly how much we were letting him actually participate. He can stay in. as long as he wants. Andrew's <laughs> going to be on uh, the five hour marathon live stream with us from time to time. I don't know if you know that yet, but you've been, we drafted you already. So you'll be on here. Dylan will be in here. Brett will be in here uh, to give Austin and I a break because what we're going to do is start at 12 and end at five or something around there, depending on how well sales are going. We may keep going. Yeah, we'll, we'll be at least requesting like half hour at a time. So yeah. we're not like asking you to come yeah. in here for like four hours or something. But though I think I was on last year. You were. The yeah. Thanksgiving yep. stream. Though if I want a longer break, maybe he does come back. So <laughs> if you want a longer break, just uh, Kurt will handle that. One. Oh, I think. Good Lord. Yes. He, I forgot to mention Kurt. Yeah. We have to make sure that Kurt and Brett don't overlap at all or <laughs> it's over. They will just sit in here and talk nonstop. I say that in a loving manner. Okay. Before we get to anything else, we have something that we have to establish right now. Uh, we were looking at a new microphone holder for the center because right now it's just on this basic little platform holder. And we want something like what Austin and I have, which is where we can move the microphone pretty much anywhere we need, make sure it keeps it in front of our uh, right in front of our mouth uh, and still be comfortable with that one. I found usually the best thing to do is hold it. I hold just it. let the base of yeah. it sit on your stomach. You have enough of a stomach to do it. Um, oh. There you go. <laughs> but we were looking Man. at one that we could hook up to the other side and it would be flat and it could still have some movement so it wouldn't get in the way of the camera shot. We found one, but it was only 25 inches. So we agreed that wasn't long enough, but we we disagree on how wide this table is. It's absolutely 40 inches or more. Okay. It's 42 it's inches. definitely not... It's definitely, if it's 39 and a half inches, it does not make, like, I'm right and you're both wrong. No, it's Price is Right rules. No. Right, and you both went over at that point. Yeah. No, no not dumb, Price dumb. is Right rules. Dumb, dumb. Okay, so right here, oops, this is going to be awesome on a audio only. We are now at. Well, yeah, 30 us, inches right a, there. Give us a play-by-play -play announcement right. here. So we're at, the, the tape measures on one side. He's pulling it out. It's just, <laughs> We're at 30 we're at and he's still a foot 30. away. No, oh, it's 42. 42 Nailed on the dot. <laughs> I was wrong. And I built this. So that makes it worse. <laughs> All right. So we have to look for something else. That one won't work. Okay. Let's dive right into this. Uh, this is our... Um, I can't remember what we call this. Flavor of the week. That's not right. What do we call this segment? Flavoring. Oh. Fantastic flavorings. Is, no. 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 Definitely not right. It is. Come I on, go back. I'll find it. Featured flavor. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I came up with the name you on did. that one. Yeah. And I like it because it's alliteration. So what we've got here is a little bit different this time. Uh, I've got two different batches of gigawatt hot with ghost pepper. There's two differences in them. One has been sitting in a freezer since early 2022. So that's part of it. Um, the other one is that these are 16 millimeter casings and these are 19 millimeter casings. And then this is the new ghost pepper cheese. And this is 
the current ghost mm. pepper cheese. Now, have we talked about, have you talked to him yet about the ghost pepper cheese? The latest. Yes. The latest okay. update on it. Yeah. So they initially sent us a ghost pepper cheese. We tried it. We said, that's really good, but it's not anywhere near hot enough. So they upped it, sent it out again, and we were willing to accept that. But they've taken it upon themselves to be like, no, we're going to up the heat even more. So I'm, we could make it with this ghost pepper cheese. So whatever they do to increase the heat, we're going to be good with. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's all try one of the old ones first. These snack sticks are looking a little raggedy at the end, but they'll still eat fine. Here's a, an issue. Okay. I was going to say, I haven't found a piece of cheese yet. Are you positive this has cheese in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to dig through to find it. Yeah. And then there's the heat from it too. So is Gigawatt the hottest snack stick we have? Yes. You and I have had this. You and I argue about this frequently. So I just, yeah. We actually settled it once. Mm-hmm. I made Gigawatt and Inferno. That was for Bratwurst though. There's, oh, habanero then. I don't remember. Habanero stick. Yeah, we, we've settled this. And we both agree Gigawatt is the hottest. Well, I didn't add much cheese to those though, did I? I don't know. I've gotten some good pieces and oh, like that right there so is like solid that's cheese. That's all. So good heat. My mouth is going. It's warm. Yeah. And that ghost pepper builds. Like starts off with a little like bite and then just keeps hanging around and hanging around. Patrick keeps hanging around. I wish I could talk. Can't get it. No, that's right. You don't have a microphone. <laughs> We're supposed to be comparing with the next one now. Yes. Did you bring us like a palate cleanser? Like I some did not. Lemon sorbet. No lemon sorbet. <laughs> All right. Now these are 16 millimeter. Cheese is at eight percent, and they are fresh snack sticks. But yet again, I'm cracking them, and I'm not finding cheese. I got a big chunk on mine. Carb. So, okay. I don't feel like it's adding any heat to it. Like, this definitely doesn't feel hotter than the other one. It's a better snack stick. I just like the smaller diameter, too, because the mouth feels different. Like, there's there's a time and a place for, like, a 21 millimeter. Mm -hmm. But... Every day of the week, I want I want 16. You realize that saying that, like, I don't know how to say this. We've always told people, why are you wanting a 16? Just use a 19 millimeter because it's easier on the equipment. Oh, for now sure. Now that you say that, more people are going to want to use 16. Personally, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll throw us further under the bus. It'd be great to run like a, a 14 or a 15. I prefer like the smaller you can get because it just changes how it bites and chews. But making those at home, it's not realistic to make a 13, 14, 15 at home. You have to have a vacuum stuffer to do something like that. So if you want something like that, go find your neighborhood commercial processor and ask them what they have. Buy sticks from them. Find somebody else. But making it from home, you can't do it. So yeah, 16, what can you do at home? 19s are the easiest. 16 millimeter is the smallest tube that'll fit on a 10 millimeter or smallest casing that'll fit on a 10 millimeter tube. Yeah. I was going to say, I think maybe the 14 would fit, but. Because I think like uh, like a Slim Jim, a Slim Jim is like a 13, 12 or 13. Yeah. They're tiny. They're very small. Uh, but no, I agree. 
I made these with our electric stuffer. We're getting uh, 10 millimeter tubes in for that. We had the guys from uh, the manufacturer here. They didn't want to make it. They're like, no, it's too much pressure. I was like, mm, let me show you how well it works right now. And, Did you show them? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. And after that, they're like, okay, we'll make that. Because it just chugs right through them. And I'm only using 0.75 of a liter of water to 25-pound batch. So it's not like That's I'm not bad. upping. <clears throat> I am using SureGel. So for those of you who don't know, SureGel is a binder that actually makes stuffing snack sticks easier. Um, it's one of the reasons that we always recommend it. Don't ever try to make snack sticks. I think he's he's already leaving. Is it too hot? Was it too hot for him? No, I think it's light. It's so hot under the lights. I don't feel we, that anymore. It is kind of warm in here today. I mean, I've already got my sleeves rolled up. Okay. Um, yeah, it's also, it's awkward. This time of year, I had to go turn the AC on in the front offices yeah. yesterday. Um, yeah, you're a little, you're a little flush. You look warm. Yeah, it is warm uh, in here. It was like 75 in the offices yesterday. And I was like, no. Oh, that's when I was having a meeting with you. Yeah. I, but then I, you overdid it and I was cold. Yeah. I don't know. I don't tell you. Um, yeah. But anyways, somewhat soon you'll be able to get a 10 millimeter stuffing tube for your Walton's electric stuffer. If you use it pork at 0.75 liters of water with sure gel, you'll be able to stuff 16 millimeter casings. Excuse me. You're all right. Like we were kind of discussing, I think it's appealing for the home user because you feel like you're getting more product, right? If you're mm -hmm. going to make a 25 pound batch and you stuff into a smaller diameter casing, you feel like it's going to last you longer because you have more sticks. Yep. Um, even though it's the exact, it's the same thing with, I don't want my pizza cut into six pieces, cut it up into eight. Like make me feel like I have more. I, yeah, I do. I didn't think about that, but I do that when I, when I like cut pizza or cut something like that, I cut into like the smallest little pieces I can. Mm -hmm. Cause I, if, if I get to eat more pieces, I feel better. Yep. <clears throat> We're really simple creatures, not very advanced. And I don't mean just us. <laughs> I mean, humans in general. Um, well, right. so yeah. flavor of that. Uh, the Gigawatt by itself has a good amount of heat. Uh, it's going to be way too hot for anyone who is heat adverse. Um, somebody who really likes heat is probably going to have to add ghost pepper cheese to get to the level of heat they want. Without cheese, it's just it's just a warm snack stick. You are going. It is hot. It is hot. Wow. <laughs> um, and we can't get a fan on them or anything. So you'll just have to deal with it. If you wouldn't wear your flannel shirts no, everywhere, it's, it's, it's not the flannel. Super quality it's flannel. flannel. Super quality. All right. Aside from uh, stretching it out, stretching your meat farther, what do we think the advantages of a 16 over 19 or 21 are? Oh, for us or the customer? Well, let's go for the customer first, and then we'll go for us. <laughs> say, for us, we get to sell more casings. Oh, good uh, point. So, yeah, save money. Use the 19 and 20. I don't know, as a customer, it's just like, yeah. I mean, to me, it's mostly just the way that it, the way that you bite it and chew it is just a different experience. Yep. I agree. I also think it, uh, the cheese, when you get into a piece of cheese, you'll have less meat around it. So, it is going to accentuate the More the pronounced cheese. flavor yep. there, yeah. Mm -hmm. More pronounced flavor and with the ghost pepper a more or pronounced heat increase um so we are already out of the five pound bags of ghost pepper cheese 
which was way faster than I thought that was going to happen. Um, so we have one pounds left. Do you have any idea on when the new one pounds will be in? Since they're going back to the drawing board with the heat level, he was hoping it was going to be within a week. Okay. And then, of course, we've got to test it, do all that good stuff. But I don't think ramp up time to get the new version in will be very long. Okay. Do we have enough one? We don't have enough one pounders to get us through. Not being out of five pounds. Right. People are go to the one pound probably not so if you're wanting ghost pepper for anything from here till probably like mid-january buy it now um make sure that you you've got it because the hot pepper the cheese that we have the top pepper is not going to add any heat to any snack stick it's really just pepper jack so if you want hot or heat through cheese make sure you grab your ghost pepper right now okay um flip is actually here so we call him flip uh, is actually here for the employee meeting where we're going to ask him some questions to get, give you guys a chance to meet some of the people a little bit more behind the scenes flips out front more, uh, engages more with customers because, you know, he's doing something that you guys obviously really care about. He's finding new products, bringing them in, helping manage the products that are already here. Um, but first I'll let you describe this. What would you say you do here? You know, I think the key part of what I do is kind of what you described, new products, working with vendors, seeing what's new out there, opportunities for things we don't have or opportunities for ways we can improve what we do have. Um, the back end side of things is procuring all of this stuff. I am also manage the purchasing department, which obviously brings everything in here to us. So... What would you say, Austin? Probably I've been ballparking it when talking to vendors and like doing walkthroughs around the building. And I've always said somewhere around 80 to 85% of everything we sell comes directly from our warehouse. Oh, yeah. You mean instead of drop shipping? Yeah. yeah. Like, right. There's some uh -huh. stuff that just doesn't make sense. A ginormous machine that's 20 foot long. No point in bringing it here when it's just going to ship to somebody anyway. Right. But- you know, there's a lot of product coming in and out. Yeah, and more and more, there's more that actually does hit here, I think, than than doesn't. I'd say it's probably about 85%. Yeah. So, you know, with that, we've, we've got a lot of vendors that we source a lot of things from. There's some vendors maybe we just source one thing, two things from because <coughs> they're specialized. Um, so kind of working all the timing, how much stock do you have? How much are you going to sell? Is it a seasonal item? Do we need to order more sales trending up, down, you know, inventory levels? So that's kind of the back end side of it. Um, and then another major, major part of what I do is working with sales reps to right? If it's something we don't have or they need some sort of specialized version of something we do have is working with them to get something that fits the customer need on the commercial side of the house. Okay. Um, and how long have you been here? September was two years. So just a little bit over two years. God, does not feel like he's been here <clears throat> that long sometimes. That's right? crazy. Yeah. I think it's partly though, because you were up in that office doing a portion of what you do and then kind of redid your role and did more with purchasing. So maybe that's what's confusing my brain. Not that that's very hard. My brain will get confused very easily. Um, how did you find Walton's? Um, I actually 
I mean, I knew of Waltons, you know, just from a local perspective. Yep. Uh, and Chris Hahn, our controller, was actually the controller I worked with over at my prior job. And, you know, through talks with him talking to Brett and, you know, just back and forth kind of made sense and made an introduction and made sense on both sides. Yep. And you fit the culture well here other than the flannels. If you just wear a t-shirt every day. Except I'm extremely good looking. Oh, oh. <laughs> which is why they couldn't put me in the marketing department. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be too much of a distraction for us. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your favorite part about your job? Probably just the, I get to do a little bit of everything, right? So in my role, I get to work with marketing of how are we going to get this out? How are we going to sell this? How are we going to push it out? Um, get involved a little bit on web stuff. I don't necessarily touch it, but mm -hmm. we have conversations about it. Um, the product development's a huge part, but I'm working with sales. I'm working with the warehouse guys to how are we going to stock it? How much space do we have? How can we ship it? These type of things. So every day is something different. You know, it's no, I come in every day and from eight to nine, I do this. It There's no telling. Eight o'clock hits and it's whatever's the priority of the day. Yeah. And issues or concerns with products, uh, you and I will often work on together. Um, if something's going wrong, we will spend sometimes an inordinate amount of time on what should be very simple things trying to figure out. But yeah, I, I remember when you first got in here, I told Austin, um, we never would have the electric stuffers if it wasn't for him. Like, they, our vendor was sending us stuff and I was just responding like, no, this isn't going to work. Like, and then he came in, took that over and actually started like moving the football forward instead of just like stonewalling. Like, no, mm -hmm. it's not good enough. It's not good enough. He was giving them like feedback that they could use. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's been products over the years that I've tried to make changes on. And then I stop because I get, I'm like, I too frustrated too much time. And I'm like, no. So yeah, having, from my perspective, having flip, but you, both of you, because I used to do more of that stuff. I don't like doing that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, it's, yeah. Makes I it love having you two around for that that type of stuff. It does make it a lot better. All right. As far as a food product goes, what's the, your favorite thing you've gotten to try here? Are we talking just quality or quantity? Yeah. Give me both. Probably both. Yeah. yeah. If it's quantity, it's that Terrapin Ridge. Uh, what is it? It's the... The new carnitas. Ooh, oh, yeah. carnitas, that's good, yeah. please. That's good stuff. I burned through a couple bottles of that. I'll put that on everything. Okay. <clears throat> Nuggies, tacos. <laughs> Nuggies. <laughs> Over but, the years, all the sauces we've had, I will try a little bit of everything, but I never stick on something. Those, I continue to bring home more and more and more. Do you remember the sizzling green chili? Yeah. That uh, was excellent. Yeah, that was. Man, I killed I that. Cut that. That was oh, disappointing. Yeah. yeah. But probably best... I'm going to regret saying this. Probably the jambalaya <laughs> brought, like, I think it overtook the chicken on the run. So both things I made for <laughs> <laughs> No, that jambalaya brought was unfairly good. I mean, that was just incredible. We have none left, by the way. Didn't that win brought fest by one vote? Um, but it won. Okay. And My wife was supposed to vote, and I told her not to vote for it, and she forgot. Yes. So I could have could tied have been it a up. tie. That would have been terrible. Um, I argued with Dylan because Dylan argues that no, Philly is the best, hands down. No, no, is it not Philly? 
Philly's no, no, no. He probably good. does say that, but it's definitely not. It, it's not in my top. Uh, maybe it is three. So my my favorite is jambalaya, but you have to make it so special that maybe it doesn't count, right? Because it's such a different thing. I think that's what else. it is. Is it's so different than right. a bratwurst that like you're surprised at the flavor. I mean, it's got seafood, it's got ham, it's got chicken, it's got rice, chicken stock, pork. I mean, it's a lot different than regular brat. All right, so let's remove that. Take out jambalaya. My favorite is then jalapeno popper. Jalapeno popper. Yeah. Yeah. Better than Philly. I don't think I've had that. Oh. How have you not had that? We've made we that a million times. I don't know. He says he hasn't had it. I don't think so. Yeah, we'll have to make some. Okay. Um, being uh, your job is to bring in new products, find new products. Um, what do we have? Do we have anything on the docket coming in? Yeah. So first, we'll kind of go over some stuff that's currently available. Like it's already up on the web. Mm -hmm. You can get it today. Um, that's another great thing about being a product manager here is you've got meat logistics where they do some of the work for you. <laughs> they definitely do. They definitely do. <laughs> so, right. They come up with ideas and stuff and we're like, okay, yeah, stuff that for is a good eggs. idea. Yeah. We were handed that on a silver platter. <laughs> like, no, just go order it from these guys. We're like, all right. <clears throat> so along those lines, five mil vac bags. We made 100 packs of those yep. in 6x10, 6x15, 8x10, 8x12, 10x14. Um, those are all available in 100 packs. Um, along that same line, we have new meat bags. Um, so we handed that down to retail guys as well in 100 packs. So there is new versions of Wild Game in both one and two pound um, and then clear and white in both one and two pound in hundred packs. Okay. Um, another one that stuck in my mind was the F5 barbecue rub. That one's fairly new, like less than probably two weeks old. We brought that in. Is that even here yet? Yeah. So it's actually in stock? Yep. It's okay. in stock. That one is a local guys, um, competition barbecue guys that, you know, basically use this rub on any of their competition meat that they're making and won multiple multiple outings with it. So um, pretty good stuff. Austin will be fired up because the Katana Extra Long yes. Thermometers should be here next week. I am just, yeah. That's these dying. What I'm calling our novelty thermometers. They're not novelty. This is <laughs> I'm this, calling it a novelty. This thermometer. is going to like go viral and make us like. It looks like Pee Wee Herman stuff. Like it looks like that's part of his. Remember the beginning of the show to make the eggs. He'd hit the thing. It looks like that would be used in there somewhere. Um, I'm putting. Or I'm sending Patrick a, an email right now to have him. <laughs> Austin's using it as a skewer. Um, <laughs> To put a link to the F5 in the Majestics post for this. Now, don't let him fool you, Austin, because there was a conversation had about this, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago. Where, right, he started with his, oh my gosh, it's comically long. Nobody's going to want this. And then he was doing something with it. And he's like, okay, 
this does make sense. Like I don't have to put my arm into my grill. I don't have <laughs> yeah. to. It's, it's not the arm. Oh. It's my like face. It's like not having to stick yeah. my face into the grill. Do you ever open up the oven or your grill? And like, mm. if you have glasses, like fog your glasses, have you ever fogged your eyes? Like you can do that, like to like the cover in your no. eyes. Like you don't have to get in there. You can stand back. You do that. They hurt. And then, and then they burn from the smoke. Yeah. I thought and it was like, just smoke getting into my eyes. I don't know. I think it's I think it's fall. It's got to be a little bit of both, bit right? Probably, but okay. Like it 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 looks comically large, but this is Reasonable. like a truly useful yep. tool. Yep, and it's gonna flip stakes like a dream. So if we have those in time, that will be a flash sale item during the live stream for sure. To be honest, yeah, that that, that I don't know. We'll do something real crazy with it. Okay, because yeah. We also we also have a lot of them coming in, so they need <laughs> to move. Could make a great stocking stuffer if your stocking stuffer is like sixteen inches long. You need a big stocking to fit that, but yeah. We, so John and I were talking about this before. Does it come with like it the full not. oversized? It does not sheath. have a case okay, on no it. No sheath. Okay, you don't really because that would be ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So uh, we've got that coming. Um, <clears throat> Anything else? We have buttoned up all the finishing touches on the Walton's dehydrator that are on order cool. in production. I think we're looking at probably just after the first of the year, probably before they hit doors. And um, for people who haven't heard of that yet, um, it is a 12 tray and it gets up to like 192 degrees or something like that. Just over 190 degrees. So can be used to make jerky from start to finish if you so choose. And then the other big one that I looked it up today and we have not had since September of 2021 <laughs> is the Marinade Express. The tumblers. bane of all of our existences. So those are coming back. Um, we're going to have those coming in. Uh, we haven't quite finalized what we're going to do with those, but we'll probably have a, have a pre-order launch on the web to where, right, save some bucks if you get it pre-ordered up. And once they come in, we're fairly confident all those should be here and, and distributed before Christmas. So we're thinking it could be a great Christmas item for guys. So those, the feature on our website that allows you to request notification when something's back in stock, that is not a, a stock thing from uh, who hosts our website. We use an app for that. And that is by far and away the number one thing that people have hit request still to this day. Like we looked over the last six months and it's still the number one thing in that time. And it's been out of stock for forever. Yeah. So people yeah. still want it. So obviously some other stuff that's in the works. I'm going to keep a tight lid on some of them until we're a sure. little closer to giving the final check marks. But there's some pretty exciting stuff that, that we're excited for. Yeah, we've learned our lessons a little bit on not talking about things quite so early, <laughs> like the electric stuffer. We were talking about that <laughs> going on a year ahead of when we got it. We were like, yeah, no, we should have it soon. It should be soon. It should be soon. Got so sick of saying that. So, Non-product related, I ran across something the other day that I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I promised people that. And then nothing happened and kind of went away further. Uh, apps for Meatgistics. Mm -hmm. Um, how we like got the Google app. I actually, I, I found it because I found the startings 
of uh, what I had for an iPhone app. Yeah. But then Google removed us from the deal and the right. reasons why I was like, no, not jacking with this. But like we talked about having an app for a long time. We finally did one. And then I was like, the iPhone one's coming. And then we just basically said, no, scrap it all. So if you just use Chrome, it will eventually <laughs> ask you, do you want to install this as an app? Yeah, I don't, it does. Yeah. Because the way it's built, it can do that. I don't know if iPhones support that. I, I don't think they I do. I don't know. But um, iPhone's going to be impossible to get it on the App Store anyways. They're incredibly difficult to get an app yeah. in whatever you call it, the App Store. So even if we did get one built and put up there, I'm sure it'd be taken down before it was ever even live because they say we don't have a way to monitor or something. Yeah, they wanted moderate. us to, yeah. Maybe they just said we're not moderate enough. We're they, too extreme. Google's comments were basically, we have to prove that we we will restrict people's posts and speech when they so deem we should. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. So I don't want to put time in building an app if someone's going to take us down for that. Totally agree. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about as far as your job goes? I don't think so. Okay. I do have one correction for you. When I asked you what your favorite part about working here, the correct answer is you get to work so closely with me. That is clearly mm. the best part of your day. The problem, I think, with that statement <laughs> is we're maybe a little too alike. And so I annoy myself. So <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Okay, moving on. Um, I'm going to try. So everybody knows that we make the tender jerky and we send it out during live streams, podcasts, all that. We're going to do something a little bit different for uh, this live stream coming up, the uh, Thanks Black Monday one. But I'm going to try using this in place of sugar and seeing what happens. And when I say this, I'm talking about the Interwald Farms 100% pure maple syrup. Liquid gold, most delicious thing that is on this planet. So... I was trying to figure out what seasoning would go with this well uh, this morning. And I was like, hmm, okay, I need to taste it. So I'm pouring myself spoonfuls of them. <laughs> I turn around, he's walking, <laughs> Flip is walking in. I was like, don't you judge me. The shame in his eyes <laughs> as what? he's what? huddled over the sink <laughs> with a tablespoon of syrup. It's so good. <laughs> but you just go pour a glass of it and just take sips like it's bourbon or something. That'd be better than That's a spoon. That's a great idea. I mean, yeah. that is so good. It's so much better than regular maple syrup. They're, they're not even the same thing. No, not at all. Mm. Okay, so be honest. <clears throat> How many spoonfuls oh. have you slammed <laughs> You today? don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to know. Are you are you pre-diabetic at all? I mean, like, Possibly, maybe now. <laughs> okay. I did have to take it about a 30 minute nap at lunch today. So I was clearly <laughs> sugar crush or sugar crashing. Um, but what I'm thinking now is I think I'm just going to do it with the straight Walton's bold, like add some sweetness to that. That's what the sugar does anyways. Yeah. And a little bit of maple flavor in there. That's never going to hurt anything. Andy Titus, who used to be our customer service, something or other. Uh, basically like customer service major. I don't know what his exact title yeah, I can't was. Remember. But, yeah. but he used to say or insist that maple is not a flavor that you taste. It's a something that you smell. And he's 100% wrong on this. He might be right on 
like when you try to add it, like, you know, a powdered maple, blah, blah, blah. But on this, you 100% taste the maple. So I'm excited for that. I'm going to try and get that done um, by the end of this month so that our next monthly live stream will have the maple syrup jerky to give away. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, obviously, the big things going on right now are we've got our Thanks Black Monday sale right on the horizon. By the time you listen to this, which will be Friday, that Monday, our Thanks Black Monday sale is going to kick off. Um, we're going to have it in three rounds. And this year, we're being smart and we have three different sales videos. So instead of one video where we try to break it down and everybody gets confused, we have three different videos where we're only going to talk about what's on sale for that run. Uh, everything that goes on sale next Monday, the 20th, will be on sale until the 27th. Then our next round starts on Black Friday. That will go through the weekend on the 27th. And then on Cyber Monday, we will have those items on sale for that day and that day only. Then everything comes off sale. Uh, right now we're doing our pre-Thanksgiving sale, but that ends too. So nothing will be on sale or nothing scheduled to be on sale from the 28th to the 30th, but we'll get we'll get some stuff up there on sale. Um, then December starts and we'll have some sales for that. But the big one will be our 13 days of Christmas. Uh, so those two big sales are, are coming up. Um, obviously, one of our favorite things to do, at least one of my favorite things to do every year is our, our Thanks Black Monday live stream, uh, where we go from 12 to 5. And one of the things I want to remind people that we do on that is we want you guys to give us ideas on what should be on flash sale. So flash sale, for anyone who doesn't know, is just it's going to be a, a good discount and it'll be for a short period of time. So if somebody asks, hey, I want 19 millimeter three packs on sale for the net, you know, whatever, we'll say, OK, here's 20 percent off for the next X period of time, 30 minutes, hour, something like that. So you have to get your orders in um, as you do them. We're also going to be doing from the 20th to the 27th the, or from the 20th till Black Friday, uh, Free shipping on any order over $100, then it comes down to, I think, either $50 on Black Friday, and then on Cyber Monday, any order over $25 will ship for free. Standard. Standard ship for free. Anything else you want to talk about as far as Thanks Black Monday or the live stream? Yes, I think we yes. need to go retro. And? There was something that I was trying to prove you wrong on, and so I was trying to find an old video. Okay. And then I wound up in the wormhole of YouTube. <laughs> Where it was like 13 days of Christmas sales from like 2010. I, I was need, I need, You were in on oh, some that's of That's not 2010. The wormholes I got into. Okay. They were fantastic <laughs> videos. <laughs> Which one? My favorite one was the one where it's just me in a blue sweater reading like on the seventh day of Christmas. And then I make some like I'm reading to children. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite one. There was lots of props in the videos I was watching. I still really enjoy the one where we went to Goodwill and we we got our suits and clothes and it was like an old school TV show. So I think we did that twice. We did one as a game show and one as a political debate. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, we were sports. So have we done that three times? Maybe I'm mixing up the political debate one. Nobody really wants to have a political debate with me anyway, so. But yeah, no. So are you saying that you're requesting a a fun 13 yeah, Days of Christmas video this year? Yeah, I want to redo. 
Yeah, okay. We'll come up. I think we've, we've kicked around actually a couple of good ideas. Okay. Instead of doing all of them, we should just pick like one. What do you mean? Because we used to do like all the holiday videos as like right. something yeah. weird. Yeah. Christmas has been the one that, because we stopped doing fun Thanks Black Money videos a couple of years ago, just because it's too much and it's already a confusing sale and adding that on top of it. It's like, what is going on here? So, so yes, never fear. You'll get some, some mid-level comedy in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, make sure you join us. It's waltons.com slash live on Monday the 27th. We should be starting at noon and going till five. We'll have a bunch of giveaways, different things we're going to do. Um, we're also going to be giving away a uh, five liter stuffer. Uh, it's not technically one of ours, but um, it's one we've had for a while from a vendor. It's exactly uh, very, very similar to ours. So, okay. We went yesterday. Was that yesterday we went to campus? Yeah. yeah. So yesterday we went to a local high school here and they are starting a barbecue team, a high school barbecue team in Kansas. And we donated slash gave them a deal on a bunch of stuff. Uh, we got them two of the, um, were they the judge? No, not the judge. Pit boss with the, pit the pellet boss. system. Yep. So we got them two pit bosses with the pellet system. Um, we got them two of the, uh, what are they, the little ones? PKs. The PKs. Got them two PKs and then uh, just a ton of supplies, pellets, charcoal, things like that. Um, and we went and actually delivered met the lady who's running the barbecue team met the kids it was cool to see they were they were very excited about um what they were getting into it sounds like they're going to host the state championships for high school barbecue teams for the next two years in march um i offered you as a judge they asked me to be a judge and i'm like nah it's probably better if it's austin <laughs> so pencil we'll a weekend in in march probably slightly scares me it depends on what category i'm judging so i told them they're like <laughs> we went down we were down in texas like a month ago like watching one of these to try to figure out what we're getting into and the guy was like i said yeah i'll i'll, I'll judge ribs you know so he's like i ate the first rib he's like oh that was so good so you know he had some more he's like by the third rib i'm like yeah when they do sausage things they literally spit out the sausage sometimes just so that they don't get it's just like a, a wine tasting. Mm -hmm. Like most of those, not most of, the real like elite uh, wine tasters spit it out after. They're just looking yeah. for taste and palate appeal. Otherwise, you're going to be full. And if it's wine, you're going to be, be trashed. Yep. The time very, very drunk. But yeah, so uh, we are the official sponsor of the, uh, what what is, Campus is the name of the high school, but it's Hayesville. 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 Of the Hayesville uh, barbecue team. And they seem like a, a good group of people. Uh, one other thing before we get into, to meet matters, uh, Brett grabbed me this morning and told me a story. His, I believe it was his cousin, uh, somebody either right around him has some farmland and a house on that, but it's not far away from here. I mean, not quite throw a football and hit it, but within 50 miles saw deer come running out of his tree line. Followed shortly mountain lion. by a mountain yes. lion. Yes. So they're here. Wait, so what, what did you say? It was a relative? Uh, or was it a friend? I, I think it's a friend of a relative. You're, did your dad have a cousin who lives around here? Uh, he has an uncle that lives. Okay, maybe that's like, what it was. Just 
just north of you east guys. East of Newton. Yeah, north of us. It was east in that area. Yeah. yeah. So more and more stories. They're here. Yeah. So eventually, uh, KWPS, DS, K- Kansas Wildlife Park Service, KWPS. No, what is it? KDWP? Yeah, there Kansas we go. Department of Wildlife there and Parks. Is going to have to admit that these are not like transients moving through that we have resident population which means hunting hunting season yes and i will legitimately forego for a year all other forms of hunting to get a chance to go mountain lion hunting one because you i'm pretty sure the only way to reliably go after them is with dogs Right. You, mm-hmm. You're not just going to happen across one. They know you're there way before you know they're there. Yeah. So I love hunting with dogs. That's my favorite thing about pheasant and quail hunting. You need like a pack of hounds, though, for yeah. that. Yeah. It's going to okay. be awesome. Okay. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. How, are you, gonna hunt? How are you going to hunt with that many dogs around? It's impossible I'll just for be you. Petting them. <laughs> Come here, doggies. <laughs> they, they won't know you exist. When they know it's hunting time, oh, yeah, they they're wrong. Yeah. They're they're just yeah, even the the bird dogs are like, eh, eh, don't touch mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. I've got a job to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I'm going uh, pheasant and quail hunting this weekend with your dad, your older brother, your sister. It's almost like I'm part of the family. Hmm. Aren't you coming over for Thanksgiving? I'm coming over on Thanksgiving say- too. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, did. I, I I don't remember who I was talking to. I'm like, this is going to be a problem because like all of our family is like coming in town for it, brother, sister, their families. And I was like, and John's coming over. So he is like, of all the joking, like this is, he is literally a part of the family because all the family's coming in town. So I'll get to meet the relatives I haven't met yet. Um, okay. Last piece of news. And I was considering holding this back, but it's just too big. Friday, while I'm gone, my truck is going into the shop. And the door is getting replaced. No. No. I will be going in and out of the driver's side door for the first time in two years. (laughs) Two years. Can we legally veto this as an employer? Like, no, it's not doable. I'm going to be able to go in and out of the driver's side door like a real human. (laughs) It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh, oh, constantly. Absolutely constantly. I, I had had John give me a ride the other day and we both got in from the passenger <laughs> side. <laughs> I go in first, he follows me. It's fine getting So, yep. So hopefully by next week I will have a a functioning car door. Are we are we gonna like video this? Oh, we like definitely a behind the scenes. Yes. Okay. That will get its way out on social media and definitely be a, a big logistics thing. You are on a short timeline now, Patrick, of getting video of him getting in and out of that passenger door because we need like an in more memorandum of him climbing in and out of the passenger door. So before. Uh, month ago, month and a half, whenever Zubilee was, because it happened on the day of Zubilee, September 10th, I was driving and a ball valve or ball joint uh, let go on my tire and my whole car was, front left car was sitting on top of the tire there. Uh, So I got that fixed and I used to be able to go in and out that door. I just had to be real careful. That ended that. (laughs) In fact, the, the time, the last time I was always say I was saving entrances and exits out that door for like important occasions 
One of them was I had to jump flip or do something for your car, wasn't it? Maybe it wasn't you. I think we, I think we were helping somebody else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Staff, yeah, yeah. It was somebody okay. else. We it was somebody helping. else in purchasing. But that shows, you know, those are important ones. But now it'll just I'll be like a regular human in some ways. Not in others, but in some ways. I've never been more disappointed. <laughs> if there was a solution, it was to weld the door fully <laughs> shut. You could have just Do put on like way. a put on like a NASCAR door where you can climb through the window and stuff. Like, if it was regular size, that'd be fine. But it being such a tall truck, anyways, I have to jump up to get in it. Just Either weld way. some steps on the Ooh. on the back side of it. There. That could have been an idea, but too late now. I've already purchased the door, and my mechanic's going to do it on Friday. I'm going to love it, though, when you fix the door and it somehow structurally makes it worse and, like, just the bed falls off or something. <laughs> That's a mean thing to hope for. Good is it, Lord. Is it going to match, or are you going to drive around with, like, a green door on a so, tan truck? So, hold on. He said, um, he's like, okay, he's like, I can look. I could probably find something. He's like, it's almost certainly not going to be the right color. He's like, we can paint it. He's like, but that will almost look weirder. It's like, because we're going to paint it and it's going to be his fresh door and the rest of your car is obviously quite weather beaten. They found, they found the the tan. Really? Yeah. They said the guy only had one left and it was that color. That's amazing. Just super lucky. All right. Uh, On to meat matters. So these first couple of stories don't, we don't need to click on them. I just want to, call out the fact that meat thieving is on the rise like another refrigerated truck another refrigerated truck then two were arrested after 46 packs of <laughs> stolen oxtail steaks and more were found inside their vehicle during a traffic stop so what happens with a cop where he looks in your car and goes you got a receipt for all that meat like that how does that come up like, i don't know the only thing i could think of is Somebody called in like, hey, we were robbed of, you know, a ton of meat. And the cop heard that and then saw this. And See was like, oxtails oh, falling out of the back of the car. <laughs> Nobody needs that many oxtails, sir. Um, and then the other one is four men accused of stealing trailer holding 400,000 worth of beef. And that one was from uh, Miami. So it's Philadelphia was the most recent one. The Miami one was from like a week ago. Um, and the other one's from Houston. So nationwide meat stealing problem. All right. U.S. reduces beef export as cattle herd shrinks, squeezing Tyson's food. This is from uh, Reuters, and Brett sent this to me. But U.S. beef exports are projected to sink 14% this year from 2022 to 3 billion pounds, about 1.4 million metric tons, the lowest since COVID-19 roiled meat processing and international trading in 2020. Government data shows in 2024, <laughs> When USDA expects U.S. production to decline further due to tight cattle supplies, exports or exports are forecast to hit an eight-year low of 2.84 billion pounds. That's still a huge number, but. Yeah. I love to see that the exports are shrinking because that's going to mean that our local prices won't get as bad. Right. Yeah. At a certain point, it becomes a, uh, not a matter of national security, but a very important don't send, you know, one of the most popular proteins out of the country when people are wanting it here at lower prices. Um, Then Tyson food post revenue miss as beef demand slows. Uh, So again, uh, sales for beef, pork and chicken all fell. Beef volume slumped 6.7%. Pork volume was down 0.2%. While chicken volume rose 1.7%. 
So how does it say sales for beef, pork, and chicken all fell when chicken volume rose? Anyone get that? I was going to ask the same question or if you just read it improperly. No, I read it correctly. Uh, average prices for all Tyson products declined by 1.4%. Now, something interesting in this is there's a follow-up to this uh, that I read that said Tyson's stock actually went up. It just means it's charging more for it. Yeah. It's all speculative. But it missed, it missed um, expectations, right? Like they said, oh, we're going to sell this much. Didn't hit that, and their stock still goes up. But it's all speculative. Yeah, it's a lot this. of futures in that, isn't it, Austin? Like yeah. you're pre-buying basically at a rate that's guessing. Mm-hmm. Well, pork is. Is chicken? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. What I know about the commodities market with meat is all from um, uh, not running scared. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, Trading Places. The movie where they take Dan Aykroyd, who's like this rich stock trader, and Eddie Murphy's this homeless guy, and they switch places. Like t- these two rich guys are like, I bet you I can make that guy just as su- successful as this guy, and that guy just as bad as this guy. And they, no, it's a great movie. Never Very seen funny. It. Okay. Yeah, don't give any spoilers. It was from like 82, <laughs> 1981, maybe. Uh, what Montana's independent ranchers need to survive? Customers. Uh, this is from Meat to Market. Just four companies process 85% of American beef, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Through the consolidation, though the consolidation has long affected ranchers, it wasn't until the pandemic when the industry made headlines with bottlenecks, price hikes, and COVID-19 outbreaks among workers that the public generally noticed. Even the White House got involved, pledging a billion dollars to boost the nation's independent meat processing capacity. Thank you for that. In Montana, a state where more cows than people, this helped at least 17 plants open or expand. But in all the excitement, the ribbon cutting on shiny new facilities, the feel good of fighting for the little guy, it's easy to forget. What happens after the local chuck gets wrapped in cellophane? Since most independent ranchers and processors lack the volume to supply major grocery chains, their survival rides not only on how much brisket they produce, but also how many people buy it. Without a strong customer base, Rebecca Thistlethwaite, friend of the podcast, Director of the Niche Meat Processing Assistance Network at Oregon State University fears that many small processors will fail. She cited a University of Illinois study that suggested success is contingent upon local demand. It's not a field of dream situation. It's not if you build it, they will come, Thistlewaite said. You can't build supply or you can't build supply chains without having an end consumer. But couldn't you just be stealing market share from the big four? Sure. But what they're talking about is, so the big four doesn't sell directly to customers, right? They supply to Dillon's, Walmart, all of that. A lot of these really small places, especially like in Montana and stuff, they may have a Walmart within 40 miles, right? So what they're going to have to rely on is instead of making that trip to the Walmart, these end users go to them instead. That's the only way. There's one story coming up. Um, we can jump to it now if I can find it easily, and I can't. Uh, but there's another one from Brett. This is uh, from the Brookings Register. South Dakota beef industry sees potential in small local meat plants. So in this, they're talking about, uh, I'll just uh, the small, somewhat worn processing plant in rural Wall 
seems an unlikely place for the birth of a new trend in South Dakota agriculture, but it could fundamentally change the economic landscape for the state's $1 billion annual beef or, uh, cattle industry. Built nearly 60 years ago, the Boxy White plant takes in local cattle as well as a few hogs, sheep, and buffalo and processes them from live animals to carcasses. With a capacity, capacity of only 15 head of cattle per week, the plant hardly makes a dent in the processing of roughly 1.5 million beef cows raised in South Dakota in 2022. But the co-owners of the plant who bought it in 2017 <clears throat> after the former owners shuttered the business for several months are using what they've learned in Wall to develop a business expansion plan that agricultural leaders said could form the model for future development of a new generation of in-state meat processing plants. But here's where the wall owners and third party recently launched a new entity, I-90 Meats, which plans to build a 21 million 30,000 square foot meat facility plant in New Underwood, a town of 600 people. Wall only has 700 people. How tight do you have to run a ship to be able to survive off of a town of 700 people? You have to have everybody coming to you for their meat, basically. And this is probably in a town with a lot of people who are quite comfortable slaughtering their own hogs occasionally. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't, tight. I don't know how many people you'd have to have. How much How much beef would someone go through? So how much would you have to like buy through a year and how many people would support one processor? It'd be an interesting little case study. Yeah. A Walmart being built 30, 40 minute drive from that town could destroy that. No longer than that. So my wife is from town in Southeast Kansas. That's over an hour away from here. Not like insanely far, but right. a lot of them come to Wichita oh. to do all their shopping. That's when my wife was a kid. That's yeah. That's what like they did. weekly. They were in there in Wichita going to Walmart, going here, going there. Um, there's still like some things like in the small towns. There's still like a family dollar and dollar tree, dollar general, um, that have some stuff and they, those, those places survive. Um, but there's still a lot of them that come to the quote unquote big city to get stuff. Yeah. It concerns me. You have something you want to say? You grab the mic. Um, falling <clears throat> pork prices threaten to push China back into deflation. So Muyan, the world's largest hog farmer, is down more than 20% this year, even after executives announced a share buyback worth about $137 million last month. The company was recently forced to cancel the player, or a planned share sale in Zurich, blaming unspecified objective factors in a filing in Shenzhen's stock exchange. We hear so much about inflation that just seeing something that was like, oh no, here comes deflation. I was like, ah. But they're actually talking about the economy, not the value of their dollar. But oh, they're it, talking about their economy uh, as a whole. Yeah, hmm. it is important to note that the largest pork producer in the world is down twenty percent. So, I, st I still don't understand that. I don't understand. We've talked about that before. Why is the pork market not doing as good right now? It should be doing great because beef markets struggling, going to continue to struggle for a bit. Are you about to eat some more? Yeah, syrup? Like some more syrup. Go ahead. <laughs> like chicken can't make up all of it, can it? But although, also then, yeah, we talk about that. And I think most people eat a lot more chicken than I mm -hmm. do. But 
Like, I don't understand why people don't fill in with pork. Right, especially with the pricing difference between uh-huh. pork and beef right now. You would sure think. I mean, you can make chicken taste like anything. I mean, I think that's the appeal of chicken for a lot of people is it takes on whatever flavor you put on it, basically. I also think people view it as a healthier alternative. I think it's they've done such a good job making people afraid of animal fats. That people are like, oh, chicken breast. It's the healthiest of, you know, any meat I can eat. So, um, all right. Uh, graphic cigarette style warnings could help reduce meat consumption, the study finds. Oh, do not do that. I, uh-huh. will, I will. I They're will doing it. Have a they're cow. getting ready to do it in the UK. So here's what it'll look like. Um, no, I, you were getting all of your cookies rejected. Reject all. I don't normally care, but when it's a website like this, uh-huh. you're getting rejected. Warning. Eating meat contributes to climate change. Oh, my goodness. UN Food and Agriculture Organization 2020. I should just say unfood. I'm going to pronounce it unfood from now on. Can we can we go slap a label on everybody that agrees with that, that says my existence is contributing to climate change? (laughs) Or uh, maybe put the same thing on broccoli, saying helping destroy the oceans with all the, you know, runoff from the agricultural or whatever sprays they put on it. So- same thing. So is that what they're referring to as graphic or are they also talking about going as far as like, Mm-mm. right, with cigarettes like in other countries, it's much more graphic no. photos the, and stuff like that of they know, just what mean it a can graphic, do. Okay. Yeah, not a graphic image. But yeah, ridiculous. Uh, red meat allergy growing more common in Oklahoma. This is the journal record. However, when you click on that link, it's gone. The article has been removed. <laughs> They're trying to hide alpha gal because it's like it's, it's a something they government generated exactly. disease that they're trying to spread. It's the yeah. same thing as Lyme disease. <laughs> All right, moving on to wild card. Um, this might be these are my favorite wild cards ever. I'm so happy about this. Uh, number one story is drunk grizzlies keep getting hit by trains in Montana. So apparently, this has been a problem for many years. What apparently happens? is these rail cars go through with uh, barley, whatever. It spills and starts fermenting. The bears eat that and then get too drunk to get out of the way of the train. <laughs> I don't love the fact that grizzlies are getting hit by, hit by trains, but I do love the thought of a drunk grizzly bear out there. Right, but think of the other stories there too. Drunk grizzly <laughs> walking family downtown. Of, yeah. Drunk grizzly goes to high school yeah yeah that's a good point so maybe yeah maybe they need to get hit by trains (laughs) keep those drunk grizzlies out of town did you ever watch cocaine bear no i haven't seen it i haven't either i really did you it is exactly what you want it to be okay perfect (laughs) all right like right it's corny hokey but that's exactly what you wanted out of cocaine bear absolutely i think they're making the next one they're making is cocaine shark i think they've already (laughs) How's that physically possible? I don't Did you think hear, that's possible. We talked about the like the hundred million dollars of cocaine they found floating in the Pacific Ocean, right? Like they must have been on some like one of those janky subs that they used to smuggle it in, had an implosion or something, hmm. floated to the surface. So that's how you do it, right there. Is the shark then gets that? Yeah, but so. it's dissipated so much. No, it's in packaging, obviously. So what you do is you have a person survived all that and is trying to like hide on top of it or like survive on top of it and the shark gets him and gets some of the coke initially and then becomes addicted that's how you do it 
Yeah. Then they call Drunk Grizzly and they hang out on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As olive prices soar, thieves are target Mediterranean trees. This is from the Los Angeles Times. What surprised me about this story isn't so much what kind of initially got us onto the whole food fraud thing was the uh, in like 2019 or something that came out that report. There was so much cardboard in your Parmesan cheese and like basically any olive oil that came out of Sicily was being controlled by the mob and they were like, it was not as good as what they were saying. Uh, but this, they didn't just go in and get the oil or the olives. They're cutting down the trees. Hey, teach a man to fish. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Why not just steal the olives? I don't understand. I have to imagine most of the olives are going to fall off as you're dragging that tree out anyways. Probably. Though to be fair, I don't know anything about olives. Are those the kind of trees that like if you like cut off, you could go replant it'll grow roots again? Is that why they're like stealing oh, part I of the trees? Know. Maybe. I don't know. Unlikely though. I don't think there are many trees like that. A woman whose head was bitten by great white shark recovering after multiple facial surgeries. So this is in Australia. Her, her head and face were bitten by a great white shark and she survived. That's nuts. I mean, honestly, you think about it. And if you're going to get bit by a great white, you got to assume your head's pretty much one of the hardest places on your body, right? There was a guy in uh, the was Sea of, Corte of Mexico. Uh, yep. 18 footer, 18, 20 footer bit his head right off. You think his buddy sharks killed him? Nice. <laughs> oh, you think they they look down on him? Yeah, because he couldn't get the head. Oh, this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's a weak little human. You should be able to rip that thing right off. But can you imagine just seeing those big triangular serrated teeth like right here? No, I think you. it I think it would happen all fast all so fast. I don't know that you see or or do you also remember any of it. Yeah. Plus you you're in water, so it's even more you gotta hope that you just blank all that right out yeah even if you do remember some of it your brain your brain is going to think trauma and it's going to shove that into a deep dark hole right. a woman trampled to death by an elk in arizona prompting officials to warn against feeding animals elk are not to be messed around with um a deer you shouldn't be messing around with but an elk is enormous people see them and because they're around such populated places often I think they have a unreal expectation of what they are. Think like, oh, it's the stag, you know, the father from Bambi. It's noble. And no, it's a wild animal that is absolutely <laughs> going to trample you to death if it feels like it needs to. So uh, and then the last one, we saw this a long time ago, uh, but it bears watching again. Zombie beef <laughs> quivers <laughs> under the butcher's knife. So uh -oh. do you have it loaded yet? Watch this. Oh, we got to watch the ad. Yeah, you got to watch the ad first. But we saw a different version of this a bunch of years ago. Uh, this guy's cutting beef incredibly thin and watch what happens on the back end of his knife. Every time he pulls his knife away, you'll see. I don't know how to describe it. It looks like it's alive. Do we need sound? No, we okay. don't need sound. It's like air escaping the middle of the meat, but it's also like quivers looks very very creepy the one comment i saw on it was from this woman who just said and i just became a vegan so i don't agree with that i can understand what she was thinking 
These are very long ads that I'm trying to just talk yeah. through. But oh no. no, I think that was a mistake. Okay, it's still going. Yes, now I'm intrigued because I you actually did it. get Brett and Dylan took me to a processor, mm-hmm. and I noticed that in the kill floor. Like, right, it was Much. a lot of see that. See, but like I was saying, when we went to that kill floor, there was a lot of that. You noticed all of that? Yes. Oh. Like, you, like you could see the muscles and stuff still moving yeah. right on, on a takes, beef that yeah. was 10 minutes later, you know? All it takes is just a little electrical impulse, and the muscles will still move, mm-hmm. especially while they have any type of oxygen. They're not, yeah. I will, if you will buy a taser... I will let you tase me, and then we can tase some meat and see what the difference is. Good news. I have a taser in my truck. Let's do it right now. I've always wanted to be tased. <laughs> this, this is this. I'm not condoning this. So <laughs> this needs to be done after five o'clock. <laughs> All right. I'll punch out. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Anything else? All right. We will see you guys Black Friday. We're, we're, we will release our next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for checking out the Meat Jistics Podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to Waltons.com. To get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at MeatJistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.